This podcast is now brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast great in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 44. This podcast is sponsored by Generation You Can, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow-release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long-lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off your first purchase. That's generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Generation You Can, the best choice for steady energy. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. My name is Andrew Lorenzo, and I have committed myself to pushing my body and mind to their limits in my attempt to run a two-hour and 40-minute marathon by the year 2020. Over the course of my journey starting in 2018, I've discovered many things about the human spirit that I want to share with all of you. It's my hope that I'll help you reach your true potential and inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. With the help of an amazing community of listeners and speakers, we can all push ourselves harder than we ever have in hopes of breaking the barrier. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. My name is Andrew Lorenzo. Thank you so much for listening. First off, I want to apologize for this episode's sound quality. Uh, Something happened with my mic last night while I was moving it, but you'll get the idea of the episode as well, so hopefully I have it fixed for next week. But if it sounds a little bit off, that's why. Got an awesome episode in store for you today. I had a conversation with Zach and Simon, who basically we just shot the proverbial, right? We talked a lot about, you know, the mental game of running and the expectation that we hold ourselves to, specifically in terms of Strava. So I'll get into that in just a second. But first, of course, as always, I want to start out by giving a shout out to some of the Breaking the Barrier members who are going above and beyond. So firstly, I want to give a congratulations out to Jody and Scott. So Jody and Scott completed the Bellarine Rail Trail this past weekend. She had this to say, Jody had this to say in the Facebook community group. Hey, Andrew, Scott and I had a lovely weekend in Torquay training, eating out, shopping, and just enjoying the coast. Nice 90-minute training run Saturday morning along the foreshore, then ran the Bellarine Rail Trail this morning. It was a 17-kilometer event. Perfect weekend combining training, exploring, and spending quality time with my hubby. Plus, we still get to achieve our Melbourne Marathon training goals. Awesome, Jody. That sounds like it was an an amazing weekend. I love Torquay, first off, and the fact that you kind of packed in all of that stuff into one weekend, really, really impressive. So not only was it a functional weekend, but it was a 
it was a nice quality time weekend and as well. And I, and I think that that's a really important balance to have. So so great stuff. Want to send out a congratulations to Jody S, who completed an Ironman this past weekend. I don't have the details just yet, but I know she completed it. And those of you who listen to the podcast know that I give her shout outs quite regularly because of her training. So Jody, congratulations on the Ironman. Uh, I hope it went as well as you expected it to go. And I'm sure that you're already thinking about training for your next event. So rock on. Kathleen had this to say, just finished a 20-mile long run in a new neighborhood near Atlanta. It's great to now live closer to the running community, but I had to stop and start a lot to make sure I knew where I was going. Followed a long bike path that runs through the city, hot and humid today, high of 95 Fahrenheit. It's about 35 degrees Celsius. Wow, that's really warm. But, you know, good on you for getting out there and uh, just sort of exploring your new surroundings. You know, as I said, take the road less traveled, but don't get lost. Great stuff, Kathleen. And I want to give a shout out to Anthula, who mentioned the previous episode about approval. Anthula had this to say in the Facebook community group. Thanks, Andrew, for the much needed reminder that we do not need other people's approval. This is me. I'm at my most confident when I'm wearing my running attire. I believe my bubbly side is my best quality. Yes, I am worthy, and social media slash Strava is only a snippet of who I am and what I'm capable of. Couldn't have said it better myself, Anthula. That's that's so true. And uh, I think that that segues really, really well into what we're going to be talking about today with Simon and Zach. So congratulations to everybody out there in the Facebook community group who are going above and beyond. And remember, if you want to get in on that action, if you want to share moments of your journey, or if you want to ask questions, talk about challenges you might have, just pop over to the website, breakingthebarrierpodcast.com, and check out a link to request to join the Facebook community group, or send me a message through Facebook. Don't send the email to andrew at breakingthebarrierrunning.com at the moment, because there's something up with the email server, and it's not quite working. So we'll pass on that, but just send me a message through Facebook or like the social media sites at Breaking the Barrier Podcast for Facebook and Instagram, and you can send me messages through there as well. So, all right, I want to get into the episode today. So, as as you know, I had a great conversation with Simon Clark and Zach Domogalski. Zach, of course, I've had on the podcast before, so you want to check out that episode where we talked about his 50K a few months back, probably about six months back at this point. And Simon is is a great, great friend of mine. He's a, he's an amazing runner. They're both amazing runners. I mean, these guys, between the two of them, I I look at them and I I think to myself, that's that's like the epitome of what where I want to be, right? So you've got Zach who runs the distances that he runs. There, you know, he does hundred K weeks and he just seems to keep going and going and going and going. And just like he's like the energizer bunny. You know, he just keeps going. Simon is a person that gets faster and faster and holds himself to a very, very high standard. And they both have excellent ethics when it comes to their running. But like myself, we all have that need to put things up on social media. And we have that fear where if it's not the run that we expected or the run that maybe quote unquote other people might not expect, then maybe we'll run into some trouble in the what people think of me game. So we're going to have a little bit of a talk about that 
It is an uncensored episode today, so we'll have some cursing, we'll have some laughs, and there are probably going to be some terms that you, especially if you're American, don't know. So, for example, there's there's just a few terms that we'll throw around that are actually terms of endearment um, (laughs) that you might think are not. I'm not really how to explain that, so... There's a word, it starts with a C, rhymes with talk. <laughs> and in Australia, it kind of means mate. So it's, it's the same thing. It's, you know, buddy kind of thing. So there you go. But throwing that warning out there. And, you know, I, I will prepare you that there are some aspects in this episode that are kind of negative. But I think, and Zach and Simon and myself were speaking about this after we after we sort of wrapped up the episode, and I think that sometimes people need to hear that. Sometimes people need to hear the stuff that we may sometimes be afraid to say. And, you know, it kind of ties back with my episode last week about approval. You know, everybody wants to put their best selves forward, but it takes guts to talk about the stuff that scares them and that makes them feel weak. So, you know, as as with all my guests, I, I want to thank Zach and Simon, but I, I also want to applaud them for their for their openness in this interview. So I, I hope that you enjoy and I hope you appreciate. And I hope that if you're someone out there that whether it be Strava or anything else, that you have those moments in your head where you feel that you need approval or you're not feeling comfortable. I hope that you know that you're not alone and I hope that you know that you can find the positivity if you look for it. So listen to this episode, get a little bit of background on, on Zach and Simon, and, and and you'll see exactly what it is that sometimes we all go through, and you're not alone. So here's my conversation with Zach and Simon. All right, I'm here with Simon and Zach, and like I said, we're going to start talking a little bit about the mental game of running and sort of expectations that we hold ourselves to and the trap of falling into the Strava game. So say hi, boys. Hello. Hello, (laughs) Amon. That was very Australian. (laughs) Right away. (laughs) Right now, all your American listeners are like, what? What what did that guy just say? Where'd this guy come from? What? I was going to say g'day cock, but I said g'day mate. It's a good thing you didn't say cock. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here because you two have a great sense of affection for each other, bordering on creepy bromance. And so when I eventually push back from the table and just watch you two, I hope the listeners are enjoying it as much as I Yeah, all of a sudden Zach's voice. Zach's Zach's still there? Zach left. Zach's going home. Is that the door? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so... Zach, of course, you've already heard before, so I'm not going to bother with his introduction. But actually... Thanks, mate. That's all right. Another Australian. Actually, maybe I will after Simon, though, just because some people might not have heard your interview. So if you haven't heard his interview, go back and check it out. Interview with Zach. Uh, his 50K was an awesome, awesome conversation. So Simon, tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background in running, why you run, that kind of thing. Uh, well, started running about two or three years ago. I uh, was very overweight, ran 110 kilos, got myself down to about 75 now, wow. uh, pretty much just from running, healthy eating, 
building up my pace, endurance. Yeah, just uh, just keep running. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just keep running. He's like Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And and Zach, remind everybody why and how you got into running. Um, so I started. I was always a runner back when I was in my teens, but really got back into it as recovery from an Achilles injury about mm. five years ago. So similar to Simon, um, again, very overweight uh, in my mid-30s, uh, decided I could play a basketball tournament with no training. My Achilles decided that that was not going to be the case. Um, and so as part of my rehab, I uh, decided to get back into running more seriously and then just built up week on week, just keep running, as yeah. the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. that's it. And that's, that's, that's the most important thing, I think, is... Uh, Especially with something like running, mm. is to keep going mm. because it sometimes sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'd say two out of ten runs are really crap. Mm. I mean, that's that's not a good week mm. uh, if you're running ten runs a week. Mm, maybe not. Mm. Anyway, um, so what are some of the before we start talking about Strava mm. and stuff? What are some of the challenges been for you guys in your running that you found that have been tricky? Obviously, with the Achilles, maybe the weight at first. Like, what mm. what kind of mental physical barriers have you had to sort of go through yeah both of them things you said the um mental just when you don't want to go you just force yourself you know Mm. once you've gone you're going to feel a lot better than if Mm. you stayed home on the couch you'll feel worse um yeah you just it's just that uh push inside you that you just Mm. keep going yeah, the importance of routine. Yeah, I think that's like, it, but but routine. it's like routine doesn't just happen. Routine mm-hmm. happens because you do it again and again when you don't want to. Yeah, and I think you know when you're when you're running from a position of being heavy, or when you're running and coming back from an injury, just it's so easy to want to take a session off. Yeah, yeah. trying to even now, like you know, <laughs> it sometimes you just go, I just don't want to run. Um, but like Simon said, like getting out there, you will feel better after doing a sort of exercise like just give it five minutes just give it ten like minutes tonight, and see the track, I didn't want to go to track tonight I was just mm. had a shit day at work mm. and, yeah and day, just mm. just do it just mm. do it just go yeah turn up just do it and now I'm glad I did because if I didn't do it I would have felt, felt ten times worse yeah, yeah. yeah. and know, you get you get there and you do a warm up by yourself yeah, yeah. and so you kind of run out mm. those run feelings out thing and by the, come yeah. six o'clock I'm ready to go yeah you're full of beans yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny that it's you know I mean we're all for those of you listening who don't know us personally we're all pretty fit you know yeah. we all you know you obviously run and if we miss a run it ain't the worst thing in the world but nah. sometimes it feels like that like even if even if you didn't run today really mm. it would have just been wouldn't have made any difference no, no. but it's just like that mental game, like I, I would have just felt. Yeah, I think it's it's com- it's compounded by I think people in our quote unquote normal lives, like the people we work with, and you know they wouldn't notice if we missed a run. Yeah, our families might, but it's the fact that we're part of a running community and we're in a running club, and yeah. we you know we have a group of friends who the connection with them is running. Like the three of us are sitting around this table because we're runners. Yeah. they're the ones who notice if you don't. Miss, yeah. if you miss a run like I went for uh, a run last weekend and I didn't run on Monday and someone jumped on yeah. our group chat and said yeah, yeah, they did, Zach yeah. didn't run today two or three people and yours, actually, it is kind of well yeah. yeah it is kind of weird when you're not so, running yeah, <laughs> is Zach alright is Zach sick you yeah. know yeah. Like, yeah and yeah that's the thing like if Zach hadn't come tonight to hmm. um, win fit training hmm. you know 
and he didn't put nothing on the group chat, you know, people would have messaged mm. and said, you know, Zach, are you all right? You know, yeah. because yeah. it's just... We, it kind of is its own little echo yeah. chamber where we're in our own yeah, little yeah. bubble where it, it, it rebounds on itself. And yeah. so the fact that um, you don't do a session, you've got friends who are used to you doing a session yeah. and then they pick up on it and, yeah. But then that causes pressure as well, you mm. know, because, like, yeah, that's what we're going to get into, mm. pressure on Strava. And yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, and I want to actually, well, it's actually a really good segue and I hate... <laughs> no, step on it. No, well, I, I wanted to circle back to, I might, I don't know, I might edit this so that it works, but I want to circle back. I'll leave about, that bit in, that's good. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> As in me, not Simon or Zach. I, I want to circle back to the routine and consistency, just yeah. because I think that there's a lot of, when, especially when people, and this is, this is kind of off the cuff um, for this episode, it's not really what I wanted to talk about, but it really segues well into it. Like, I mean, I asked the question and that was the answer, but it made me think of something else. So the routine and consistency, especially from where I think all of us have come from. Yeah. Where do you think that that switch takes place from this really sucks to mm-hmm. I'm going to stay consistent with this because now it's just a part of my life? Because I think there's a lot of people listening that they want to get into it, but then they get so discouraged because it takes time mm. for them to feel like they want to get in consistency. Where do you think that that change happens for you guys? I mean, thinking back, for, for me, it was definitely a hump where I, when I got back into running, I'd run for a few weeks and then something would happen and I'd look down, oh, I've realized I've missed six or seven days. Mm. And then I'd get back into it and be like, oh, it's hard again. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's hard for me. For me, it, it, all, it felt like around about that six to eight week mark yeah right. for me it's around like six to eight weeks of consistency then it starts to be the week nine feels really easy and then re- week 10 week 11 um that's when you sort of um get back into it and go oh yeah now this is part of my routine now i mean i was sick earlier in the year um went away on holidays completely disrupted my routine and i'd say it took that long that six to eight weeks before it felt normal again yeah um but and that's you know that's a big commitment to make. Like starting yeah. from zero and going, I'm going to do this consistently for eight weeks, so that in week nine it feels normal. Um, is sometimes really really hard when you're sitting at the when you're standing at the bottom of a hill, going, that's why I got to yeah. get up. Mm. It can be hard to do that, and, and thinking you've got eight weeks of three to five to six times a week training yeah. is a lot for some people, and, and that's why it's some you know, the human body is it's easier to go. Actually, I'm not going to do it, well, but then it's, it starts the slide or. Then you get into the whole thing of, oh, no, I missed a session. Now I need to catch up. And that's yeah, just as dangerous. That's, that's where injury comes Yeah, from. Been there. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting when all of running can be summed up and just go, the, like, stay the course. Like like this morning, right? Mm. I was running on, on the treadmill and I was just doing, I was plotting along, you know, like a six-minute kilometer pace, yeah. nothing, nothing fast or anything. Uh, but, like, five minutes in, I was like, this sucks. I'm not mm. feeling so yeah, good yeah. today. But then... 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, it was like my heart rate normalized. And yeah. Because I stuck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it. It was, it was turned into an easy run. Yeah. It I should did, be for me. I, I had the same this morning. I got out there and I just was not feeling it. Yeah. My feet were sore from the weekend. Like they were, it, it wasn't lungs. It wasn't quads. It wasn't back. It was my, my feet were just sore. Yeah. Right. But then after like 15 mm. minutes, something just sort of clicked and I went, okay, I'm not going to be any faster yeah. this morning, but I can at least get through it. You can at least get through it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. What do you reckon, Simon? Where do you think that consistent consistency starts to pay off? And- yeah, well, for me, it's like anything. You know, they say like with a diet, stick with it for two to four weeks. Yeah. After that, it becomes easier. 
yeah I've given up smoking you know yeah two to four weeks you know is the hardest and then it becomes easier it's like that with my running um you just i to me i just train my body like i've never ran until three years ago you know i'm 35 mm. started running when i was 32 which is crazy considering mm. how freaking i know fast you are. yeah but um <clears throat> like when i first started i wasn't fast like i was doing 26 minute park runs mm. but yeah, then i right. just trained and trained and just every day just Mm. I've got a philosophy you can train your body to do anything you want it to do yeah mm. like you just got to the more you do it like if you bang your head on the table mm. every day the first couple of days it's going to hurt yeah it's going to hurt mm. after the 30th day of you banging your head on the table it's going to be like oh, here's that banging the head on the table <laughs> and so no, but like, oh, that's just the thing yeah, but just got to get it done when yeah, you did just your because you, you injured your calf yeah recently yeah and you could not run for for weeks i was trying to run (laughs) yeah sorry you were not meant to run yeah yeah if abby's listening yeah i wasn't running running. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and when you came back from that did it take that two to four weeks yeah yeah Mm. it um yeah because it's sort of dented my confidence a bit because coming back from an injury i didn't want to i didn't want to push and then hurt it again and then i'm off for another two to four weeks yeah it was more mental than physical when i really sort of come back because just building that confidence back up again was the biggest thing that i can sprint again or i can do a long run yeah yeah without something happening without tearing it again or something yeah that's kind of what you've been going through with yeah your yeah, yeah exactly yeah, the same yeah, yeah, yeah. Up slowly. no it's just yeah man and a lot of it with you would be mental as well yeah know? well that's that's it as soon as i started believing that i was healed and that it was going to be okay if i just yeah. trust yeah, the process yeah. it started getting better mm-hmm. and and that yeah it's it actually really well now mm-hmm. again yeah because you put that pressure on yourself after you come back from something like an injury yeah like i I can't remember the timeline, but you had you had Simon done like a sub twenty five k, pretty, pretty yeah. close to when you got injured. So well, he did. Um, your injury was at the Great Ocean Great Road, Ocean wasn't Road. it? So yes. it was in the middle of a marathon. Yeah. So he ran right. a marathon and then came off the back of it, and then what? Two weeks later, were diagnosed with a calf tear or something. Yeah. 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 That was the long, that was the furthest I've ever ran. I didn't really train mm. the K's in my body. For the 45 k's. Yes, longer than normal um, marathon and yeah. hilly too. Yeah, it was yeah, way more hilly than I expected. Mm. Yeah, and that was like right in the middle of some really solid running. Yeah, no, I was yeah. really in good form. I was yeah. on 1940 for the 5k yeah. park, park run. Yeah. That's nuts. And, and uh, really feeling good. And mm. then, well, I'm. I don't regret doing the marathon like yeah. I wanted to do it. You're still stage. finishing a pretty solid time. Still done it. Yeah, it was sub four hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four oh five or something. Oh, but sure. I wanted to do four hours, but yeah, yeah. for a forty five hilly. But the car nice. sort of, yeah. yeah, 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 and that just it just because it, it it builds that because because now all of a sudden you've been putting these like for me right and you, you put these awesome numbers on Strava and that's yeah. when that mm. sometimes if the injury happens it's like yeah. shit yeah. now yeah. I gotta come back yeah. and this, the numbers that I'm putting on Strava are nowhere near nothing no. like I was before this injury I was running you know 
25, 30 K at a maybe five thirty pace and feeling great about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even less than that, especially when Aunt Dula would get me ramped up. Yeah. <laughs> freaking A. Yeah. <laughs> I blame her for the injury. <laughs> uh, and then coming back, so now I'm, I'm, I'm putting up currently just cause I'm keeping things easy and I don't yeah. want to push it. Maybe over six minute kilometers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll go fast cause I feel yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. want to go fast. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, hard. Yeah. So, how do you? Let's get into this. Yeah. What happens when you put up a slower run than you want to put on? What goes through your head? Oh, when for me, oh, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> nah, straight away, like I'm like. You don't want to think about that one at all. Nah, no. there's, okay. There's no thinking about it. Like, <laughs> if if it's over twenty one minutes for park run, I'm disgusted in myself like for really? the whole weekend wow. yeah no nah. I'm, I'm so hard on myself like when was the last time you did a park run though that you didn't go out to run fast because because i sometimes uh, like if if i've got a if if i'm sick or yeah. if i'm injured like i ran the park run with my sore calf i was like i don't know like 25 26 minutes but yeah i didn't really have the pressure on that no, i didn't yeah. really have the pressure on on me then, like I didn't really give a stuff. Mm, I yeah, just, just went out to but just that, tick over another yeah. park run, but that mm. was all right because I knew I was injured. Yeah. yeah. But if I've got no excuse, would you, if you were pacing the thirty minute, like just bolt it and then just no, go on the other side? And no, I do, I do, do pacing. I do the yeah. um, twenty-two and a half minutes, and I normally get it twenty-two minutes. And I normally come in. Yeah. So I can do that, but again, like. I'm actually doing something. I'm I'm okay with that. I'll, yeah. I'll pace every week if I want yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. But it's when I'm running just freely mm. and I don't do a good thing. Oh. There's like a higher duty to pacing. It's like you know being a servant. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta think about yeah. the, the needs of the many outweigh the needs yeah. of you in Star Trek. Something. Do you do you ever think when on on, on days like that, Simon, when you have. God forbid a run over twenty one minutes. No, but that's <laughs> like, just that's just more that's I've gone under twenty one minutes at Park Run three times. I'm just putting it out there. At all. Yeah. I've never gotten close to going sub twenty. Yeah. So it, but it's that's just it's the relative. pressure and the thing that I put on myself. And I know mm. that's not healthy. Yeah. Mm. Well do you ever do you ever think on those days like think instead of thinking how perhaps not quote unquote not good it was mm. that what it would have been a few years back before you started running and then to take a look at what it is mm. now compared to what it might have been when you first started so in in, mm. in in the sense of okay it was not my fastest park run maybe it was 22 minutes but three years ago I wasn't even running mm. oh absolutely absolutely but I'll look at it as though 22 minutes what have I, what's gone wrong you know what have mm. I done wrong yeah. that I've lost that minute yeah um, but what if now here's the question what if you didn't have to put it on what if it wasn't going on Strava yeah that's where I, that's, that was going to be my next yeah, well, yeah. That, that's, if it that's wasn't going right. on Strava how would you feel about that's it that's right because mm-hmm. as we're talking now all the Strava QDOSs are coming up <laughs> on the phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my phone up to show everybody <laughs> you know? but, but it doesn't work that well on an audio medium mate actually no. actually, let me, I'll, I'll take a picture of it yeah so mid-podcast, yeah, because um, so Simon and I went to the track 
And so we've logged our track session on Strava. And yeah, the kudos is the echo bubble yeah. is, is starting. All the people that uh, we follow and that follow us are giving us kudos. And yeah. I yeah. get more freaking likes or kudos or whatever it is on Strava than I do on any other social media platform. Yeah. 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 30, 40, 50, 60. Yeah. I think I got 70 for something. Mm. And I mean, from people I don't know. And it's that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it's like that high. It's like that approval. Yeah. 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 So it's like, what if you didn't have to do it? I mean, that's a whole nother issue with Strava, which is people you don't know can yeah. see what you're doing and like you yeah. and follow you. And, you know, that's a whole different... Yeah. Well, this guy goes out every morning at seven o'clock. Where does he live? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I, was, I was part of sort of researching the problem with Strava. There's, you know, that is something which, um, you know, a lot of female runners have mm. reported that, yeah, you know, they would you know be running through a track and someone would be calling their name out mm, because yeah. they've seen them on a leaderboard or a segment and they've worked yeah. out that they run there. Because you can put your pictures on Strava. Your pictures so on Strava. And Strava defaults to public. You, yeah. you have to click, I think it's four different settings you need to click to completely hide yourself yeah. on Strava as like a default. Mm, Otherwise, yeah. and you have to go through run by run. So someone who's had a hundred runs there would have to go back and individually privatize each of them, and that's you know yeah, yeah, for Even someone who's Facebook's better than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if for someone who's feeling vulnerable yeah. um, on Strava, and yeah, you know, and Strava is just it's the most successful example of it. I mean, yeah. there's there's Runkeeper, there's the Nike mm-hmm. app, the, you know, Garmin has their Garmin own has social their, media thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, but Strava is just the one that has resonated with the public. Yeah. Uh, and they have it's, their own podcast now. Yeah, exactly. This is the Strava pod. <laughs> Don't leave this pod to go to that pod. But they've climbed onto that thing, which is people will perform better if they know other people are watching. Yeah. And Strava means you've potentially got every other Strava user, Strava user watching you. Yeah. Um, it's just, it is tough to put a slower run up there and we've spoken about this Andrew you and I not having to justify it in the description yeah not having to put no. commentary in I, there I, I do that every time yeah. yeah it's like it, it can't just be morning run if it's like a you mm. know anything over a 530 kilometer pace it's got to be easy pace run yeah I, and I, I have to that's the yeah. first thing I do even before yeah. I, I, I do anything else I upload it and yeah. the first thing I'm doing is I'm, yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to not do that. Yeah, Reco- do that. recovery run, slow yeah. pace. You know, getting my legs feeling, back under me. Feeling sick. Yeah, uh, strong headwind. Yeah. yeah, all of that stuff. If I got to slow, slower than yeah. I think mm. pace for me. And here's the interesting thing about that: when you put up a solid run, like a real fast run. Yep. I, or for me, when I put up a real, I don't do anything. I don't label it. I just yep. leave it. Let's sit there. I just let it sit there as morning run, afternoon run. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel the need to label it. Mm. It's the slow ones. Yeah, then I'm like, yeah, I gotta label this. Yeah, to let people know why. Yeah, yeah. The other challenge we've got is that because we run the same courses and routes fairly regularly, the whole medal thing. Yeah. So you, the segments and stuff. Segments. Can yeah. you get a bronze medal? Do you get a first place? You know, yeah. Simon's convinced he's going to go out and take um, King of the Mountain off yeah. a particular segment in our area. Oh, uh, the wind fit loop. The, the wind. But, he's going to um, go do that. This guy next to me. Um, got people in high places that can happen to my watch like people hacking the phones Simon's convinced I am somehow colluding with the Russians and Telstra to block his Garmin when he in tries to beat in three years mine. I've never had a problem with my watch but now that you've met Simon last week I went to break exactly. Jack's reverse park run record I got 1k in and the watch failed so I went back to the start That's, that's 1k in watch failed gave it one more shot 1K in, watch failed. That's pretty shitty. It was a very busy afternoon for Never me. had yeah. a problem since. Never had a problem before. You kind of look like a Boris. Yeah. 
kind of thing. Like, and I did make the mistake of messaging Zach a couple of days before saying that your record's going in 48 hours. Mm. And then... Um, what would have happened had you not sent that? And I said, comrade, yeah, I am here to help you with this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he, he's convinced it's a conspiracy theory. I, I just can't reckon. Can't say too much more at the moment. <laughs> His legal yeah. proceedings. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see Simon again. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's the sort of thing where you know that you know creating little segments and you know running them and you know you, you get the the little medal and then you run a really fast time and then you don't get a medal. I mean, I've oh, yeah. I've kind of got that thing where. I've limited myself to only kudosing medals. Yeah. And then I realized there's a uh, heap of good runs that people are doing that I'm not acknowledging yeah. in any way. And I remember you said that. I did. I remember you said exactly that. Like, I don't give kudos unless it's a PV. Unless I see a medal there or some bling, I'm not kudosing. That was like the first conversation I had with Zach, by the way. And I, I right away thought he was a dick. Well, he was very pleased with a very average run. Can't so I just that. had Can't to let that. That's fair. Can't say that word. Sorry. <laughs> Cock. Cock. <laughs> uh, do I need to leave now? Or? No, you're good. We're oh, good. okay. We're good. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I guess going back, what, what, what do we think would happen if we didn't... If, like, if we deleted Stroud for, like, for, like, a month? Well, because I used to, at one point, have... Um, before I had Strava... I had, I think, the RunKeeper app. Yeah. And RunKeeper used to sync with Facebook. And so yeah, my yeah. Facebook feed... Oh, I remember that. Yeah. My Facebook feed used to get all those runs. Yeah. And, and then when you're running six, seven times a week, people start to realize that your Facebook posts are just mm, status that. updates on yeah. run. And, you know, and, and same sort of thing happened where people would jump on and go, hey, you were right, Zach. It's been two yeah, days yeah. and I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I think the problem is, is that... Um, unless you go completely zero dark 30 and go, I just want the information for myself so I can use it and for myself. Social media is just, it's there now. It's so invasive. If it wasn't Strava, it would be something else. else. Strava is just the one that's managed to crack it, you know, and really, I mean, from what I was reading an article that said, maybe this is out of date now, but two years ago, it was not the biggest um, actual fitness thing they're yeah. like the, the Nike app was quite big and RunKeeper yeah. was a lot bigger I think Strava would now you'd probably assume Strava's yeah. now a verb yeah you know? so I'd say it's probably the number one now yeah um, and well, definitely a yeah. wise man once told me a quote if it's not on Strava it didn't happen that's right yeah. and when researching for this podcast every article referenced that yeah. Like, it's not just like, and, and, and you know, Chani often says that, um, like, you know, yeah, you'll talk yeah, about doing a good run, run yeah, and she'll be like, if it's not yeah, on Strava, yeah. it didn't happen. And nah, that's it, the go to line now. Yeah. yeah. It's funky that. So, if it didn't exist, if Strava didn't exist, there's something else yeah. would take its place. Do you think, you think, I'm going uh, to use a term, I don't want anybody to get excited, mm-hmm. but a naked run. So, like, a naked mm-hmm. run hello. Without, without the, hello, how are you going? <laughs> Our friend Brad is very interested right now. Oh, so, yeah, because he did the naked bike. He did, bike. yes. Yeah. But he didn't have a seat on. Yeah, that's been quite a problem. That's yeah. not okay. <laughs> you cannot do that in Melbourne winter. I'm not sure I can do that in Melbourne summer, I don't think personally you can do that speaking. Anything. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> no, I'll be too um, worried about it getting caught in the spikes in the water. <laughs> I mean, a real naked run <laughs> without the garment. <laughs> oh, sorry, bring oh. us back on track. Um, no, I don't do them. Like, I forgot my Garmin a couple of weeks ago at um, Parkrun and had to run holding my phone. Like, the thought of doing a run and not tracking it yeah. was just... And, you know, I'm obsessive-compulsive about this. Yeah. I use the weekly mileage as motivation to build the routine, yeah. you know. Um, 
the, the if I could run 100 kilometers a week in one session and be fine, I'd probably do that. Yeah. But I can't get there, so I have to break it down into smaller runs and that builds routine to try and avoid injury and yeah. build and recovery. But the fact, the thought of going out and exercising again these days without logging it, mm. I just don't. Like I walked exactly. from the train station to the track this morning yeah. and, and it, well, I didn't and it felt weird. Oh, and I was okay. like, it's only 1.1 Ks. What's the point of logging it? And I'm like, mm. because then people will see that I didn't magically apparate yeah. at it, the track. It literally mm. feels like if you don't log it, mm. it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. what is the point of this run? And that's, it's messed up because it's yeah. so not true. It's like, Obviously, you're doing this run. It's not for anybody else. It's not mm. for Strava, but no. it doesn't feel complete without it. It's yeah. such a dangerous game. It's like the other day when he hacked into my watch <laughs> after the allegedly. I um no, it's not allegedly. After he hacked into my watch, I went home. <laughs> I didn't run anymore. Once my watch failed, that was it. I said stuff the there. Yeah. I, I went home. There wasn't any point. There's no point busting my ass, breaking his record, and there's no record of it. So I just went home. You know, it's like a hole in one in golf. If nobody saw it, it didn't happen. Yeah. So there's no point in doing it. So um, yeah, that that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. If yeah, there's no point in me doing it because no one would have seen it. Has 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 either one of your batteries ever died on air? That's happened to me a couple of times in the past month. No, I've I've accidentally stopped it. And oh, then, and then had to try and get desperately beg friends to please add me. I was beside yeah. you the whole time. Yeah, you please you add can, me to the run. Strava, you, you can, can do yeah, that. Tag someone in the run. And they yeah. them the run. Yeah. So I've, I've tried to do that. Although that is very buggy. Trying to get that to work it doesn't yeah. seem to work either. So then you end up adding it manually. But yeah, then at one point I added it manually in Garmin, but didn't have it in Strava because I thought that the Strava one was going to come through from my friend, yeah. and it didn't come through. And I was frantically refreshing, going, maybe it's come now. What do I do now? My Garmin is two kilometers more than my Strava. How am I going to reconcile that? You know? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, there are scores of things not getting done at work or in my family life. <laughs> well, that uh, but it doesn't matter because my Strava is... And this is what when your family says, you're always on your phone. It's not like I'm on my phone constantly checking yeah. Facebook or stuff. I'm not, yeah, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not... Chances I'm are I'm on, Strava, I'm on Strava. And I'm sitting there going, oh, wow, I was 48% at this pace Last time I was forty nine yeah. percent. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, mm, it's it's the amount of data it collects on you and that you can spend time going into. I mean, they say that for every minute you spend on Strava, you spend six minutes exercising. So it's a positive return. People who are on Strava yeah. are more inclined to go off and do exercise. Yeah, but I'm spending a. That must be why I run a lot. Because yeah. I spend a lot of time. That's on Strava. like at what cost? Yeah, <laughs> at what cost mentally? Because what are the long term effects on that? Yeah, right. Because. Already, all of us are like to the point where we're kind of ironically, jokingly, but not saying if it's not on Strava, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it can pit. Like, I I hate manually putting stuff on because it you feels can't like put a splits. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't yeah. see the splits. Like I did a my longest ever run outside the marathon was a thirty five kilometer run mm. last year. I think I ran it. I think I ran it with you. Yeah, it was with us. Yeah. Simon, nah. I, I think he might have started, but it's shorter run. Yeah. Yeah. We're lazy. Too slow um, for Simon. Yeah. Yeah. You lap us. Um, and my Garmin, like my Garmin read the thing. Yep. But it wouldn't sync with Strava. Mm. Like it's on my Garmin. It's on the app. The splits are there, but it doesn't, it didn't mm. sync with Strava and it never did. Mm. And I, I remember adding it manually and I couldn't add the splits and it pissed me off. Yeah. I was so pissed off because it was the best, 
like training run that I've ever done. I mean, it was it was like a five, I think. It, was, it ended up as like a five thirty seven pace, and I was like floored, man. Like yeah. I had never done a training run that long, and this was before Canberra. Yep. and it was actually the was it the one before that broke Generation Canadian, New Can? Well, it, it was yeah. yeah. What what before Generation New Can? That's right. Now now, now I can go thirty five. Forty five. Yeah, that's right. Generation New Can. We'll talk. Uh, I'll probably pause the episode right there and do a live read. Yeah, yeah. it'll be great. Yeah. Well, I was not kidding. I am now going to pause the episode to do a live read to shout out to this episode's sponsor, so Generation You Can. So as you just heard, Zach Simon and myself were talking a little bit about distance running and my longest training run before the Canberra Marathon. And to complete that run, I used Generation You Can. So basically, I had their protein-enriched powder before I ran, probably about 45 minutes before I ran. And then every 10 kilometers, well, maybe every 8 to 10 kilometers on that run, I had a half of a Generation You Can snack bar. Chocolate peanut butter, that's my favorite, so I recommend that one. And you know, it really helped me sustain my pace, it sustained my energy levels, because their patented super starch formula helps you burn fat as fuel. And what that does is it just helps you keep going longer and longer and longer. And since using Generation You Can, you've heard me say this before, I have not hit a wall since. And I come from a place where I used to hit a wall at about 30 to 40 minutes of running. Now I can run three, four hours without hitting a wall because of Generation You Can. I owe it all to them. So if you want to get in on that action, you can visit generationyoucan.com.au and use the coupon code Breaking the Barrier. That's all one word for 15% off your first order. You can check out their wide variety of sports supplements and check out what might be useful for you. I recommend their trial packs. It's a starter pack. It comes with a little bit of everything, so you can you can basically test out the waters. And now we're going to get into the second half of my conversation with Simon and Zach, where I talk a little bit more about my obsession and their obsession with Strava. So, wait, what? Where were we? We were talking about you manually putting in a 35-kilometer run. Yeah, and it pissed me off because mm. I couldn't upload the thing. It was the longest training run. It was really, really good, you know. And I was like, mm. I was pissed. You know there's like nine different things online that will take your garment file and try and fix it. And I, I did yeah. actually do it. And, and I, it wouldn't do it. No, I've gone through some of those. I'm like, I'll try this one. Yeah. I'll try this one. Is there just a magic please fix it, it button? Was, it was, yeah. I was like, that was actually, it was mm. a silly run because it was my first week after I'd taken like three weeks off because yeah. of my knee. Yeah. And that first week off, it was like my first 60 mile week ever. Yeah. Um, it was almost, it was just short of 100K that week. Yeah. Stupid. But... <laughs> But yeah, I went out of my way to try to find so many different programs to do this. And I, I literally spent about, I'd say three or four hours yeah. just yeah. trying to figure out how to get this freaking thing yeah. on Strava. And mm-hmm. I never could. So I, I ended up manually doing it. Yeah. And when I did that, I justified like everything. Yeah. I, like, I did this run, mm-hmm. but my Garmin won't sync. 
But here's the I Andrew the Lorenzo being yeah. of sound body and mind. I would know yeah. Why and yeah. do a stead dick. Finding a yeah. justice of peace on a Sunday yeah. is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> really wild. Yeah. I just it's like to what end does this go? Hmm. And and it's just yeah, man, it's just like really interesting to I mean, I've told the story of what before I like this was last year at one point, I had a really good week running. And I ended up finishing the week on 99.3 kilometers. Ah, yeah. And I was lying in bed at night. And I said to my wife, is it crazy if I go out and just do a quick 800 meters (laughs) just to tip it over 100? And she looked at me and she said, just do whatever you want. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to not do it. I lay awake until 12.01. It was only after it had ticked over midnight and I knew that if I went and ran, it wouldn't count in the ah. previous week and therefore it wouldn't need hunt. Only then could I go to sleep. That's why. And that, that's just a personal thing. Um, now, people in your running club or who follow you might look and there's now the leaderboard yeah, thing. I've yeah, sucked Simon another, into the leaderboard now. Um, so when you join a club, you appear on no. the leaderboard and... You know, if you're good enough to be at the top of that, it becomes a whole, oh, well, now I yeah. need to stay on the top. And I hate yeah. that I'm not at the top of it anymore. Yeah. Those of you who did listen to Zach's first interview, you remember that the first thing that he said was that it was awkward that that he had stalked me. No, on you are on top of the leaderboard. Yeah. I was. I you are that. now. You are now. Yeah. Yeah. For the, and for the record, the first... Vision. We checked it out in there. How? I haven't even run when that. We was waiting for you for 45 minutes. Sorry. For, for the first thing <laughs> I said is awkward that we were nude. The second oh, thing yeah, I right. said is I've been stalking you on Strava for a long time. Too. Yeah, we, we were in the road. We were having a good time. We had the B two B road. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but the, but the leaderboard um, for depending on which club you join. Yeah, I mean we've got a friend Brad who who jokes, but he's not joking. Mm. Oh, I'm going to try and get to the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Um, this week, and you know he he really follows it. Oh hell yes! Hold on, I'm going to take a picture oh. of that too. Shut up, Zach. I'll See now head. I have to run home. Yeah. Run home, Zach. <laughs> and that one's really bad because, you know, that is actual, not just competition amongst yourself. That's now competition amongst people who we're in a club together because we enjoy training together yeah. and we enjoy the positive reinforcement. This is the one that really worries me, which is, could it drive negative tension into yeah. a social group? Yeah. Like, you know, a whole, like whole Brad and I get along really, really well, except when we're talking about who's on top of the leaderboard. Yeah, and right. then it kind of becomes like, you know, me as a big silverback gorilla and him as a slightly smaller gorilla wow. sizing each other up. You know, because he's little, you know. Um. <laughs> Poor Brad. Yeah. But yeah, for mm. me, when I look at that, I look at Zach and, well, I said to Zach before, I look up to him as a runner. And I'm very tall. Oh, well, because well, he's tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I do half the case of what he does, and I'm absolutely, in an Aussie term, I'm absolutely rooted mm. at the end of a week. Mm. And he does twice as much as me week in, week out, and I'll get nowhere near him. Yeah. And no one really gets anywhere near him. Yeah. But, but you know what? I... Every time I jump into the WinFit Club or the Windervale Park Run Club or even the Telstra Running Club that I'm part of, yeah, that's okay. You go jump in one of those run 6,000 kilometers mm-hmm. in 2019 clubs, yeah. and there's guys there that are doing 180 kilometers a week. Yeah, you know, yeah 220. That, yeah. I mean, that's in, there's always someone on Strava that you can go find. I mean, that, yeah. and, and there, there are people who I look up to in terms of, a, wow, that's insane. I don't even know how you find the time to run yeah. 15, 20 kilometers three times a day. Yeah. 
But then I look at people like you and Ash and Chris and Carlo and the pace that you guys do, mm. and that's what impresses me. Yeah. You know, if you were to extrapolate your pace out to the same distance, you'd be way faster. There's a guy in the the Windenvale um, group, Liam. He's astonishing. Yeah, you know, he yeah. runs 130 kilometers He's a week. Crazy. And you sort of sit there and go, he ran for the same time as me. Yeah. But he ran 20 kilometers more. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. so yeah. And I think that's the thing about Strava is it can inspire you, but it can also, if you're someone who's got an obsessive personality or a negative personality or, yeah. you know, um, you know, part of the way that you and I, when we were heavier, got down to the weights mm. we are is through, you know, yeah. being really disciplined that's and it. counting things. Yeah. And so we like numbers. Yeah. Our brains are you know, steered towards this number is good. Oh, this number is better. Yeah. This, oh, look, the scale is going down. Oh, look, yeah. I'm getting faster with my running. It's, and Strava is just, you know, perfectly mm. tailored to feed that. We get this little dopamine hit every single time we get oh, a little medal. Absolutely. Like, oh, that's good. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do that again. Yeah. But I'll keep th- my own records at home, like, not mm. just on Strava. I'm, a, I'm uh, everyone laughs at me yeah. that, comes around home and sees like the bibs and no, I got them on my office and the records and yeah, everything yes. like um, yeah or my best you know five k ten k everything yeah. I just keep records of every run every stat look back yeah you know training what's my best eight hundred at training you know. And, so do you reckon you'd keep like training like in the old days people had their training logs and they'd come home and they'd diligently write it in their book do you reckon you'd do that sort of thing if Strava didn't exist and have it in a spreadsheet or something And yeah I probably would because mm. I'm big on um, improving myself so mm. if I don't know what my best 800 is how am I going to yeah. Yeah. go out and beat you know what's my best 5k don't know. There's no record of it mm. on Strava. Yeah. There's no record of it anywhere. Mm. Don't know. That's yeah. And that's that's when we start. I think moving into the more positive aspects yeah. of this thing. It's like the stuff that you you put up that reminds you mm. the medals and the bibs, yeah. or keeping track of your own thing. It's like mm. it's just like you against you, or you know, mm. with the medals and the bibs. It's like I've done that, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, what's the next big thing? Or with the with what's my fastest eight hundred going to be? Mm. How can I better myself? Yeah, and it starts to turn into that. It's about me rather than what can I do to impress the people on. Yeah, for me, it's it's both. Mm. Yeah, for me, I like people probably because I've been lazy for thirty three years of my life. Mm. You know, fat, overweight, mm. lazy. Now I've started running, working hard. I don't know, I guess I want people to think, you know, geez, he's mm. a fit, oh, what's the right word? He's a fit, uh, not lazy mm. type of guy. Yeah. So that's why, like, when I run the 21-minute park run. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want people to yeah. look at me saying, mm. Jesus, Simon was lazy today. He only ran mm. 21 minutes when he normally runs 20. Yeah. You know, like, it's only a minute. And I know everyone would love to run 21-minute mm. park runs, but... To me, it's what people think, and I guarantee no one ever thinks that no. I'm lazy. No, no, but no, it's just—I think it's because where I was when I was yeah. young and we're we're not up. we're not actually competing against the people that follow us on Strava or we're friends with. We're competing with the people we were three years ago, yeah. five yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah, seven yeah, years ago. That's, that's who I'm running. That's it. Because there's that fear. I think there's a real, mm. very real fear that if we don't, for me, 
what it really boils down to is if I don't put my best up, I'm going to turn into that guy again. Yeah, yeah that's it. You know that's what I mean? it. And that's how the laziness in mm. me starts creeping in. Yeah. Because for me, going and doing a 25-minute park run every week. Mm. Well, <laughs> and Strava's just another way to for us to manifest that. It could be yeah. as simple as a number on a scale. Yeah, that's you know? it. Yeah, exactly. It could that's be it. that. And, and, and it's, it's, it could be a number on a scale. It could be Strava. It could be a cupcake that you weren't planning yeah. on eating. And then all of a sudden, well... Yeah. Might as well just take the rest of the week off. Yeah. And then and that's probably not gonna happen. But that's the fear. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, I've done this. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna really do this. I never wanna get yeah. back. Yeah. There Three again. weeks later I'm gonna be do you ever see Dodgeball? You ever see the yeah, yeah. You know at the end of the movie after he loses the tournament and yeah. he's He's watching the TV. And he's yeah. huge. He's eating the pizza. Yeah. That's what comes to my oh, mind. Yeah, it's absolutely. like three, you know, three, four weeks from now. That's yeah. gonna be me if I don't do this run. Absolutely, the best possibility. Yeah, possible. That's why I I'll push myself every run I do. Yeah, because I don't want to get any lazy habits mm. creeping in. Yeah, because once you get one lazy habit, you think you know, just like eating a mm. bag of chips or something. You know, yeah. one bag of chips is all right. Then you have one every second night, and then you have one every night. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, you, you start to excuse it because, oh, I'm running, but then yeah. your running starts to suffer because yeah. you're eating a bag of chips yeah, exactly. every night. <laughs> how, many, like, how many times, could, well, for me especially, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do my run today, mm. this morning. Okay, I'll do it tonight. Maybe that afternoon I have something questionable yeah. in mm. terms of my nutrition. And you feel guilty. And I feel guilty. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? The smart thing would be is to keep my run, but yes. not, I've done this. I'm not going to do my run now because I just feel so mm. shit about it. Yeah. Um, what's the point? Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna help. And I think that there's got to be a really. I mean, look. Once we start putting that focus on, look at the good stuff that I've done. Look at what awesomeness I'm doing right now, rather than look at that, look mm. at that run that sucked. Instead of looking at the other five runs that mm. were awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's that's where that switch needs to happen. It starts with awareness as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, f- I find having a conversation about this a few weeks ago and then planning to come together and, mm. and have a podcast about it has helped me understand what I'm feeling about yeah. it a lot more and I'm a lot more comfortable talking about it. I, I'm just saying stuff that I always sort of felt, but knowing I was going to have to come and talk about it, I'm yeah. just trying to understand yeah. it more. And understand awareness leads to understanding and yeah. hopefully understanding can lead to acceptance. Yeah. Because Good you word. need to accept before you can forgive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's, mm. it's funny that you said that because the moment that I decided that I wanted to do this episode, mm. I, I spoke to you guys about it, I started really paying attention to my actions when I, when I put stuff mm. on Strava. And yeah. it's, I mean, I'm still, you know, justifying stuff, but at least I'm okay, yeah. more okay now putting up a, say, 620 kilometer run mm-hmm. you know and because because I've started accepting that mm. yeah that's what's happening and I'm becoming aware of it that's, a, that's an even better word mm. you're right uh, becoming aware of it and it's like once that happens it's like okay I can fix this yeah, yeah. or at least make it more manageable yeah interesting mm. there's that word again interesting interesting <laughs> everyone who had that in breaking the barrier bingo you can tick that off I think so I yeah. think that's yeah, something to do that <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Zach is kind of like a, my uh, off-mic publicist. He gives me all these ideas, most of which I can't use yeah. and shouldn't 
No. I'm a producer that you pay nothing for. Exactly. Absolutely. Which is why Executive I get producer. Ideas that I can't use. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go there. No. 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 So, all right. Well, so let's 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 dive away. And, and is there anything else you want to talk about with Strava? Anything else? Nah. No, I think we covered it all. Covered. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if it wasn't Strava, it would be something else. Exactly. And I think Strava is just an example mm, yeah. of something that you know for us. As individuals, we've got our own thing yeah. that put us into that space, and the yeah. fact that you know, I'm you know personally I'm competitive and mm. obsessed with numbers probably doesn't help things. Strava yeah. is like my big button that pushes, but it could be there's someone listening to this podcast who goes, oh well, I don't care about Strava at all. Yeah, but possibly they walk past their closet or their kitchen or their bathroom, and there's something else there that is actually there. Yeah, Strava. Yeah, and and yeah, and I guess the the positive takeaway is if you can become aware of it. Yeah. And if you can figure out that that's what's happening, this, this, it's, it's the, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with yep. a single step. So yeah. there you go. Well, then we'll start to wrap up. Mm. But before we do, Zach, I'm going to ask you again, but yeah. I remember your answer from last yep. time. You know, stand up. <laughs> do you want to amend? What would you attempt if you could not fail? Do you want to keep it there? No, no. I think I'll, I'll stick with, you know, trying stand-up comedy. I think if that was the thing I could do. And I think um, my is still going to be why. <laughs> <laughs> I think if my last podcast was any example, um, people seem to enjoy me as a, star- as a storyteller. I've, um, someone said, I've never thought that someone could make a, uh, a podcast about a five-hour ultramarathon feel longer than the actual ultramarathon. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, did, that I was, did get a couple of emails. Yeah. <laughs> I've asked a couple of listeners. Yeah. When Zach was talking about wanting to quit the ultra, that's how I felt about listening to him on the podcast. Good feedback from your community. It was very... It made me feel great. Yeah, yeah that Facebook community. <laughs> stop on by. We're positive and uh, we all hate Zach. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Simon, what would you attempt if you could not fail? I want to do Kokoda Trail. Wow. I really want to do Kokoda. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, not, not, not why, why as in why, Zach, would you think about becoming a comedian, but what does that mean to you? Well, he has the talent to do Kokoda Trail. Whereas... <laughs> no, I don't know if I've got the talent. To me, it's like one of them things like climbing Everest and yeah. um, mm. stuff like that. So the mate at work's been in me here for... A good year or more to save up to do it yeah we've had a good look in the packages and that and mm. um yeah it's just something uh that like you see fit people go over to do yeah, that yeah, and, and it kills them yeah it's a it's a big achievement to yeah, do that yeah, yeah but i like that mm. punishing challenging yeah type thing so to me yeah kakoda is probably one of the biggest things that i'd like to do. I reserve the right to the podcast episode after that. Yeah. That's a multi... How long yeah. does it take? Multi-days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 11 days. Wow. And that, and you can do all different. Um, like, you can go full where you take all your own stuff or you can get, like, is the right word, Sherpas or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. To I think, carry I think your, that that's still To carry your stuff. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's racist or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that that's But I think that's yeah. what it says. Like, there's different ways. But if I'd done it, I'd go full on, you know, carry your own stuff. Just do it properly. You know? Wow. Yeah. Like, don't. You yeah, don't get people to carry it. You don't need a caddy. That's the truth. Stuff, you know, yeah. Like yeah. carry a bit of 
mm. water and jerky and whatever and get on with it. Like me some big jerky. It's the good stuff. No, nah, but you know what I mean? Like to me that'd be cheating if you yeah. had a Well compared to what those guys went through yeah, doing the trail originally. To yeah. me it'd be uh, mm. yeah. Wouldn't be doing it properly if you got breakfast cooked for and lunch and, and no. dinner. Mm. You'd have got to do it properly, but yeah, right. anyway, that's a different story. I like it. That's cool. Next <laughs> year, maybe. We need to talk about doing Oxfam then. Yeah, I yeah. want to do that as we well. We should do Oxfam. Yeah. Yeah. You crazy kids. <laughs> nice. Mm. All right, well, then, guys, we'll wrap up. Thank you so much for joining me today and uh, keep on trucking. Thanks, Cock. goodbye (laughs) oh man that was a lot of fun having that conversation with simon and zach and again guys thank you so much and it, it was just a it was just a really incredible thing to talk about because it's those things that you don't always talk about that need to be spoken about. Like, for example, the mental aspects of putting your runs on Strava. It it can be a scary thing. It can be inspirational. You know, there, there can be good things about it, but sometimes you just have to become aware of, of what you're doing. And, you know, I, listening back to that episode, just listening back while I edited it, I caught myself, I I heard myself justifying runs that I was talking about at least three or four times. And it's just that mentality of learn to just accept what you're doing and know that it's just for you and you don't need to justify it for anybody. And this is me. You know, I I, I talk about being positive and, and, and trying to maintain that strong mental attitude. But even me, Sometimes I fall into that dangerous area. And as long as we can remain aware of it and accept that it's happening, we can start to move forward and really, you know, start to repair that process a little bit. And it was just, you know, it was really wonderful for me to talk to Simon and Zach this way because, you know, we talk about running, we talk about whatever, we just, you know, converse when we see each other, but it's always lighthearted and we joke around and stuff. And it was, you know, there was joking in this conversation and it was relatively lighthearted, but it was really awesome for me to get to know them on kind of a different level because, again, these aren't the things that we talk about. And I could feel, I could really feel sometimes their, not pain, but just that despair of needing to put this stuff on Strava and feeling the need to only do your workout if you can put it on Strava. And it was just, it was, um, I mean, not to sound cliche, but it was an interesting bonding experience for me. And, you know, there was just a a few really important things as I wrap up to take away from this conversation that I had with them. Speaking about, you know, labeling and justifying things, like we don't have to do it. There's, There's no reason to feel that we have to justify these things. And for me, I'm going to try to catch myself every time that I do that. So every time I load a, a run onto Strava, I'm going to try not to justify it from now on. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen if I put up a, a slow run, right? I'm not going to die from it. I'm not going to be shamed. I, I'm not going to be tarred and feathered. There, there's nothing bad that's going to happen. It's just, you know, it's just part of life. 
And when, when those, you know, maybe less than ideal runs happen, I've got to really look at the good things. So it's not about the one or two lousy runs that I had in 10 runs. It's the other eight that were good, that were amazing, that really progressed me. And those, you know what, those one or two bad runs also progressed me, but in a different way. So the next time that you're looking at Strava, the next time you're looking at social media, the next time that you're looking at something that you feel like you need to justify, just take a minute, become self-aware, and figure out exactly why you're doing it. Because guess what? You're in this for you, and whatever your journey is, you walk that road for yourself. Yes, it may benefit other people, but you're there for you, and that's okay. So look, I hope that you can continue to stay positive, and I really hope that I catch you out there on the roads, the trails, and the treadmills, with or without Strava. So that's going to conclude today's episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.